0: Triumph Over Trauma Tribe, my friend, thanks for tuning in. This is not going to be the traditional format that we've set up for moving forward, which is telling a story of overcoming adversity. But I do want to tell a story and something that that I'm excited to announce, as well as get your feedback if, if you have anything you'd like to share. So let's start with the story. So this is the story of how this podcast came to be at all. I was actually surprised. I didn't share this early on, but I just realized it. So about a week ago, through prayer and reflection and also reading a great book by, if you've heard of Eric Thomas, E.T. the hip hop preacher, I read some of his background and how we, he's a, he's a known motivational, inspirational uh, speaker, uh, very animated, you know, very loud and energetic, kind of no BS, no nonsense. You know, you know, when ET's around. Um, So my friend Dietrich told me about him. I had heard about him before, but it wasn't until Dietrich, um, shared his info that I looked into it a little bit further. So I actually went ahead and ordered his book. It's called U O U and very power, powerful, motivational speaker. So as I've read the beginning of this book, I read that some of his background is that he used to go to speak in different areas such as group homes or detention facilities, or jails, prisons, you know, and, he, and, and he's, he used those opportunities to help motivate and inspire and reach people. And that planted a seed in my mind as a way to, to get the message out for what we're doing here with Triumph for Trauma, helping inspire people and reach them, help them overcome adversity. So I took that inspiration, and spent some time last week, took a drive to my local um, jail facility, detention center, and rolled rolled up there um, without an appointment. And there was, there was uh, one part that was a, a youth detention center, and there's also a, I guess an adult attention, detention center. So I showed up, turned out that the youth part was actually shut down, that that part was actually, taking control over i guess the state took control over that part but you know i did get inside the detention center and a, a gentleman was really helpful i guess they turned into more of an administrative office and he gave me the phone number of someone who works there uh, that i could contact and talk about if, if you know see if i could get involved as a volunteer and also got a phone number for someone who works at the adult side of it as well you know working the uh, or the adult uh, detention center I speak with the population and the residents, people who are there. So, as I was sitting there in the parking lot of the me- Mecklenburg County Detention Center, for whatever reason, you know, I think spirit or God or whatever your faith is, right, whatever you believe in, I'm not going to make any assumptions, but in, in me, it, you know, I believe it to be my faith. Was, something was convicted in my heart to think about podcasts as a way to reach people. I, I had heard about this, actually, my buddy Nick, um, who helped me create the logo for Triumph Over Trauma, he mentioned earlier on when I was creating some of the social media content, he said, you know, it looks like you might be going the podcast direction. I kind of, you know, yeah, yeah, sure, Nick. Like, I didn't, wasn't feeling it, wasn't listening to it at the time. I was really focused on what I was doing. I didn't even consider it. And then later on, my father-in-law also, he was visiting Thanksgiving and he mentioned he said he, he complimented he said hey you know you know how's your pot you said, great job on your podcast and a couple of things just started clicking you know that messaging I still hadn't looked at it to yet and in the past maybe I had listened to one or two I hadn't done much in the space so well there wasn't a master plan um, I was literally sitting in the parking lot of the Mecklenburg County North Detention Center and there's a sheriff in front of me. He's, he's you know, cleaning off something, I think collecting trash. Probably a little suspicious, suspicious of me at first. And I told him what well, I was looking to do and he understood and he gave me some, some contacts. But I'm sitting there and then just you know get this inspiration to look into podcasts. And I literally started searching and that's where I found you know this, this hosting platform, Anchor FM, and just Googled how to make a podcast. And they said, okay, you need a hosting site. And these are a couple steps or some YouTube videos. I just started just hacking away. I mean, that's one of the, the, one of the things I've learned in my life is just hustle and grit perseverance. You don't have to have the answers. But if you have the drive and right, the, the commitment and the grit, you can figure things out pretty quickly. And then especially if you start pulling people in who, who know stuff about stuff, they can help you as well. So I just started grinding it out, figuring it out before you knew it. I had learned how to set up a podcast on this site and just started talking. So just like that. So just this sudden, I'm going to call it divine inspiration, came upon me and started using this platform. So that's how this whole podcast came to be. It's really interesting. You know what? I forgot to mention. There is one third ingredient, bro. One was... Was you know going and, and speaking. Two was here from ET. Three was from family. I guess it's fourth There is a fourth ingredient I forgot. I, I don't want to. I don't want to overlook. And that is, I shared that this Instagram was a really challenge for me, the social media addiction. So it was causing problems within even my my marriage, my relationship. And that week before I started the podcast, you know you know I meet with two uh, counselors, therapists, coaches, whatever you want to call them. I like to call them coaches because it's just a coach to me. So I meet with two coaches a week. This is what's the formula that's helped for me. I meet with one for me personally, for just my own personal things I'd like to accomplish, my goals, like bookends on one day. So that's on, uh, on Friday. And then I begin the week with, with my relationship We're helping strengthen and improve my marriage. So uh, my wife and I meet with, well, it was me for a long time, honestly, because I had a lot of work to do personally with her as well in, in the context of our marriage. So I meet with her on, on Monday. So we had reached a kind of a critical point where Instagram was taking up a lot of time and my marriage therapist, uh, Adrian, she challenged me and said, you know, I want you before the next time we meet, I want you to look up and find another way that you can use this, this desire, this, you know, this goal, this inspiration that you have, help people and reach people and inspire and motivate them is there another way you can do this aside from using social media so aside from using say instagram etc so she kind of challenged me laid down the gauntlet i said okay challenge accepted so that was now i think about it that was probably the the fourth and maybe the most significant catalyst to how this podcast began she challenged me to find another way to get the message out and the beauty of all this right and I've heard there are no coincidences, there are only God incidences. God incidences. So the beauty of all this, this God incidence, in, in, in my belief, is that not only was this better for my relationship, because it's a different medium, that I'm, it's, it's less addictive for me as an individual, it's also just a better, more efficient, easier to use platform. I started using this thing and I was like, what the hell was I doing, screwing around, creating all these videos? And tech tweaking text boxes and sliding this back and forth, and also spending so much time with the consumption of the media. So I, you know, ultimately found out this is a better platform, anyways. You know, for us spreading things audibly, this works much better for the purpose, for the mission. So it's pretty cool the way it all worked out. So that's the story and how the Pat podcast came to be. Again, no long-term strategy, no master plan. Like most things, necessity is the mother, excuse me, is the mother of all innovation. So there was a need, and I'm sure as you've seen in your life, you need something, right? You figure out how the hell to get it done. So that's what happened in my case. Just figured it out, that figured out grit. So that's the, that is the, that's the story. So moving along, um, the announcement, so the announcement is i did have a conversation today with the gentleman who heads up the programs at the uh, mecklenburg for the mecklenburg county sheriff's office his first name is dorian dorian was awesome um, i spoke with him actually um, last week we set up some time to talk today because i shared that i'm interested in working with residents at the detention center as a way to share some inspiration motivation and also really it's not just it's not just push, right? It's also pull. It's also understand, learn, right? It's really about care and love for our, our fellow, fellow humanity. And so we spoke last week and then we actually set up times. It's a multi-step process for good reason. All right. I need to first step was to just speak with, you know, speak with, with with him and he can understand, hey, what is, you know, what is my intention? Why do I want to do this? Why do we want to do this? Uh, where am I coming from? Like, what's my background? and just kind of set some expectations. So we had a Zoom call today, this afternoon, about 30 minutes, and I shared, you know, how I have gotten to this point in my life. And there's always been a yearn to teach. You know, my father was a teacher, but I was really afraid. I was afraid of financial insecurity, um, of being a teacher. So I was actually shied away from that calling. Um, I was scared. I knew I wanted to have a family and I was afraid. I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to make it, or that I would I would be strapped financially. And there's always been a tug in my heartstrings, and my wife has heard me say this for many years. It's been in and out um, a lot of my life. So, you know, that's that has happened. You know, all the things that I experienced personally, all these things happened, kind of as have, have reached a point of critical mass, and created this inspiration and this fuel to want to reach and teach others in some way and share my story and the things that I've been through and what I've learned and how I've grown, just like I'd like to do with you all and like your help to share your stories and what you've been through and what you've learned, how you've grown, how you can reach someone else who's in a similar thing, similar situation. I saw a really cool thing on, on LinkedIn, actually. Um, I did, for y'all who are on LinkedIn, I did set up a Triumph for Trauma LinkedIn profile and I've started engaging with folks in different areas of, you know, mental health um, or other areas that are similar. I saw a guy who's, uh, I think it, the name was, maybe Ben Owens? And it's through this company called Black Rifle. And he said, this has this isn't coffee. This is not a Black Rifle coffee company. But it's a guy who's been through a lot. And the way he puts it is amazing. He said, listen, he's basically, he went through hell in terms of addiction. And he's hes coming back for those who are in that hell that he was in to try to help them however he can. Really inspirational guy, really cool story, and I thought that was a good way to put it. So, you know, shared shared my background professionally and personally, you know, what I've seen within, what I've experienced, and why I want to get involved to try to help inspire, motivate, and understand and listen to um, people. You know, because that that person could be me. He's very easily, very easily with a lot of life experiences that i that i went through so that was that he had some great stories some great anecdotes for me you know his biggest piece of advice for me uh, was just be yourself be you he said you know people there the residents they see right through bs so if you try to act like you're something or not or be something or not they're gonna they're gonna see through that real quickly and you may even be tested You may even be tested in terms of, you know, are you actually going to be there for people? You know, people might act like a jerk just to see if you're actually, you know, committed to doing this thing. Um, But you know, he shared some of his personal story, and just we had a good, good, very good, real conversation. And then, you know, we're working on the next steps in the process, the background check, and then there's actually a training and a site tour. You know, if all things move through. So, I am excited to announce that we're taking steps to get involved in the community so not only using this as a virtual platform speaking with you all but also an in-person engaging you know face to face heart to heart eye to eye with people so that's the announcement i'm so excited i'm so grateful that we may have the opportunity to do that you know if approved and accepted and uh i'll share more of what i learned right obviously with respect and and confidentiality Um, And I'd also wanna say, so that was the announcement. And then, so this is part three. The last part is a a request or a, a call to action. So I know some folks, one person who's very close to me, who spent time in jail and prison, extended periods. And I've actually already reached out to them asking for their feedback. Actually, before I even started this, I asked them, I said, listen, do you think this is even worthwhile? Do you think I, I could even offer any value to people? You know, I wanted to kind of pressure test the idea from people who knew more about the situation than me. And and one of them I spoke with and, and they said, listen, I think that's a great idea. I think you'll help at least one person. And, and they said that in their experience, the chaplain services were very helpful. Um, and they said, you know, that could make it be an easier way. And I'm also, I'm looking through my church for ways to get involved in that, using that angle as well. But so I did get some feedback that, hey, this is worthwhile. It's worth doing. And they think that, I, that this could help. So I'm also going to ask them as far as, you know, things, potential topics or, or, you know, ways that I can help. But if any of you have anything, any advice, either if you've been incarcerated you've had and you've, you know, benefited from, people coming and listening and speaking, or if you know of anyone, uh, or if any, you know, have any context or advice, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Love to hear what you have to offer so we can make this experience as valuable as possible, uh, to try to help our, our fellow humankind. So that's it. I'm sure there's probably some kind of story of of what the adversity was, you know, wanting to get involved with helping helping uh, with the detention facilities, overcoming it by just hustling and grinding it out, you know, overcoming obstacles along the way, overcoming roadblocks to come up as far as you know, the, the one facility to shut down and just having to work through the hurdles in life. I think there actually is a story right there. I've had to do this so many times in my life. When you start seeing roadblocks and all these hurdles coming up, right, what do you do when you get a hurdle? So if you're a runner, jump over that damn hurdle right if you really want something and there's an obstacle you find a way to knock that damn obstacle down to go around to go over it to go under it you just find a way and if you don't know how to find a way you get help to find a way so i think that's probably the story of the ops of overcoming obstacles it's literally just finding your way and navigating through challenges it's, it's finding solutions don't focus on the problems right don't find excuses, find solutions. I'm very big on that. I don't always succeed in that, but look for solutions. And what did I learn? Well, I learned that even when you're looking to do good work, even when you're looking to do something charitable or volunteer, right? It's not always gonna be easy. And there's a saying. there's a saying that y'all know, no good deed goes unpunished. I don't really believe in that, subscribe to that. But but I understand, right? There's challenges that you face when you're trying to do good work. So just because you're looking to do something good doesn't mean the road's going to be easy. Better yet, something I've learned that I share on Instagram, when you look to do good deeds, the road may even get harder. The road may even get harder. And if you're a person of faith, and my mother-in-law turned me on to this idea, or, you know, brought this into my, my consciousness, and that's as you look to do things and do God's work and, and fulfill your calling, you may see even more challenges. You may even feel more attacks, right? That are working against you. It may get more difficult. So it's actually a signal. I saw there was a great, there was a great uh, also motivational speech by Denzel Washington, where he says, "Listen, if you're not doing, if you're not fulfilling your calling, if you're not doing God's work for you, you know." if you believe in this, right? Because everyone has their own perspective. But if you're, if you're not doing what you're called to do, then forces of evil leave you alone. They say, hey, that's all right. They're not affecting us, they're not bothering us. But when you start showing up and fulfilling your calling, doing the work that you're supposed to do, using your natural gifts and talents, helping someone in a way that service above self, then things start to get harder. It's almost like, you are gonna stick with it now? Do You really want this? So ask yourself, is there something good you're trying to do in your life? Is there something above yourself, service to others, sharing love, where you found that when you take even small steps, it gets harder and harder? Right? That might be a signal. That might be a signal. Maybe you're onto something. Maybe you need to work even a little bit harder. So, I guess that is the message. I didn't intend on that. I guess it kind of naturally evolved, right, as I'm talking through this. So, all right, that's the story. In recap, um, the first thing was the story on showing up and how the podcast started and and leading into, you know, also being a part of wanting to get involved with with speaking at the detention centers. Two was uh, the announcement, and that's that we're working through that process to do exactly that. And then the call to action or the request was if you have any feedback or any advice for us going in there and sharing some words, uh, please let me know. And then the recap on the on the adversity, well, the adversity faced was the challenges faced by trying to do good works and be a speaker in in uh, a jail or prison. The obstacles, how we overcome, uh, overcame the obstacles were by just sticking with it finding ways, calling people, hustling, grinding it out, keep going. So I'll say just keep going. And what I learned? Well, I learned that even if you're doing good work, that you may face even more difficulties and challenges. And that's all right. That's all right. And then the last point is even if you face those challenges, you know, if you're a person of faith, we are given the graces. We're given the blessings. We're given the tools to work through those things. So you're not in this alone, right? Both you know, uh, in terms of our your human brothers and sisters, as well as spiritually in your faith. You're not alone, right? We're in this together. All right. I love y'all. Hope y'all have a blessed day. And we'll be talking. Triumph over trauma. Peace.